G'day, g'day everybody. You're on with two Aussies talking sport and today mm-hmm. I'm here with my mate Ryan. Ryan, how's it going? Hi, good. I'm the second Australian talking sport today. You are the second Australian? Australian, yes. Italian, Irish? Yeah, it's pretty much how Australian works. It's a bit, <laughs> of, bit of a cafe blend of all of them. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty mm-hmm. good. So the format of the show is going to go something along like this. We've got uh, four topics lined up. Uh, each topic's going to be about two minutes, two minutes long and we're going to conclude with two minutes of extra time which we spit uh, information, uh, transfers, rumours, whatever about anything that's going on in the world of sport. Um, yeah, I guess you'll come to know that Ryan, you know, supports Man United and I support Newcastle and we, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So it's going to be a few months till Chris can talk about the Premier League at hey, least. Hey, 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 hey. We're, we're sitting, we're sitting nicely atop the championship, my friend. Yeah, I can't wait till it goes wrong. What do you mean till it goes wrong? Oh, you got Brighton and Huddersfield right behind you. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll be. I'm hoping didn't we? I'm pretty sure we beat Brighton just recently. Yeah, and Huddersfield. And Huddersfield. Yeah, exactly. So, so we've beaten our nearest competition. Three one over Huddersfield. I think one nil over Brighton. Don't quote um, me on that one. Well, I will check that info at some point. <clears throat> but anyhow, no one cares about Newcastle, so we won't talk about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell that to the fifty-six million Geordies that rock up to every game. It's more like fifty-six million. It's more like fifty-six thousand. All right, all right. I'll, I'll give you that. All right. Do you want to leap into it? Yeah. Let's. Chris. Let's. Sure. Let's go for it. All righty. So I'm just going to rattle off the results before we get into our time slot. So the past weekend of A-League, we saw Sydney beat Central Coast Mariners 1-0 and the victory 4-1 over Perth. Your time starts now. Ryan, first and foremost, is Sydney catchable no. at all? Well, look, they're just in a position now where we'll, like, you know, we're, we're planted second. They're stuck first. It, that's it, As far as being on the top goes, it's been the most boring uneventful season, which is also why... The relegation talk's been amped up so much because people go, "Oh, if there was relegation, it'd be more entertaining." But the league's not ready for that, so we're gonna have to sit through a boring season. The finals are gonna have to bring the excitement, but Sydney's got it wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I gotta say, I, I agree with you on that point. There's no, there's no point ca- trying to catch Sydney at this stage. We're just gonna have to gear up for the finals as as victory supporters. Speaking of the victory, uh, Fahid Ben Kalfala is he likely to stay or likely to leave? Given uh, his lack of playing time at the current moment, I think this is. I think this is where the board has to say, "Look, the fans get to pick, and the fans want him to stay. He's got to stay." Yeah, um, I just say simply it. as simple as that. Um, you watched Saturday night's game against Perth. He was emphatic. Two assists and a goal. Um, I'm pretty sure, pretty certain, and it was unbelievable being there. Uh, oh, that that goal he scored with Bruce's assist was up there. With it's the best assist of the season. Funny enough, a header scored by one of the shortest players on the field. Yeah, and Josh Risden's defending was palpably bad. And he's been, uh, you know, shortlisted for the Socceroos. So <laughs> yeah, so the Socceroos are in a good spot if we're shortlisting <laughs> Josh Risden. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, another question for you. Why a split round? If we're going to go for having a split round, yep. why not have an international break? Because the A-League seems to be lacking an international break. So what the league's done is gone. That looks like the perfect week for an international break. What we'll do is play every game on that weekend... But then the two weeks before, we'll play a split round for sadistic reasons. There's no justifiable reason to do what they've done. There's no sense for a split round. It's a total AFL trend that they've brought in for no reason mm. whatsoever. It's up there with one of the worst reasons. Can't say I'm not. I'm not a fan of the split round in AFL either. The only trade off, the only difference is that you've got uh, more games in the AFL to to sort of pick and choose yeah, exactly. to watch. So, all right, we'll push on. <laughs> we will push on. English Premier League, we had a bit of a, not so much a split round, but just a bunch of postponed games due to 
the uh, midweek FA Cup ties as well. We saw Man City draw 0-0 with Stoke after having beaten Middlesbrough 2-0 in the FA Cup. Bournemouth 3-2 over West Ham. Everton 3-0 over West Brom. Hull Tigers, and that pains me to say it, as much as it pains you to read it, I'm sure. Hull Tigers 2-1 over Swansea City. Liverpool 2-1 Burnley. And the other games in the FA Cup, we saw Arsenal 5-0 over Lincoln City. Spurs 6-0 over Millwall. Chelsea, Man United, scheduled for tomorrow morning. Give me your thoughts on the last um, few Premier League games. Well, look, the whole, I think the biggest game of the round should be the whole Swansea game if people are into relegation because with Hull winning, you know, they're three points behind Leicester, who are 15th. So that, that adds Leicester and Swansea to the fray of uh, possible relegation. Um, I'm scared for tomorrow morning. I think Chelsea's going to beat us. It's been our unluckiest season to not lose since October and still be sixth is gut-wrenchingly painful mm. because, you know, Arsenal get fourth every season, whatever. But if we're going to be that team that gets sixth every season... You become we, the new Liverpool. We become the new Liverpool. When Essentially it's, talking yeah, about all the, all the titles past and... Yeah, it's going to happen. No, look, I definitely agree. Man United isn't the sort of club that you want to be hanging around the sixth, fifth, you know, European sort of zones. You want to be up there challenging, especially considering the calibre of players that you have. I want to win every season. That being said, I'm going to stoke the fire a little bit. Uh, is Paul Pogba the flop of the season? No. Why not? Um, well, where do I start? Where do you start? Go on. He's had the most passes at our club. Um, you got to understand that his price is purely based around inflation. If you if it was bought in the 90s, he would only cost about 25, 30 million. He's, he's done a great job. He's been there for big games, and I think that's... Something that makes the big difference. I think Zlatan's probably a bit the opposite at times. He has Zlatan scoring braces and whatnot against clubs like Bournemouth, which is great. But um, that's not what we need. I'm sort of, I guess, pro Zlatan in that in that instance. Considering his age, considering he was a free, oh, he's been fantastic, and all that. He's he's leading the goal scoring charts, potentially, you know, competing for the golden boot. I think I think he's probably one of your, easily one of your star performers ahead of you know the likes of Wayne Rooney and what yeah. have you. And um, LA Galaxy's put in a some money for Zlatan, <laughs> yeah. which hurts me because if they grab him up, I'm going to start screaming. Yeah. I'm going to be punching LA harder than the media. So it's... We can't lose Zlatan after a season. We have to sign him for another one at least because he's he's like an improve. Like when we signed Robin Van Persie, it was like a jolt in the ass to win the league again under Sir Alex and it really worked out. It'd be good to see him stay around, but I guess time will tell. Mm. Pressing on to the Champions League, we saw some... Ridiculous results. Real Madrid 3-1 Napoli, 6-2 on aggregate. Bayern Munich 5-1 Arsenal, making the aggregate score 10 goals to 2. Dortmund came back from a 1-0 deficit to crush Benfica 4-0. Yep. And Barcelona, like the, the, the game of the week, 6-1 over PSG, it miraculously winning aggregate 6-5 after losing the first leg 4-0. Talk to me about the game. All right, where do you start? Okay, PSG, Unai Emery, he's won three Europa Leagues with Sevilla. He knows how to win them. How does he not go, all right, we're at the new camp. Let's play six at the back. Because all we have to do is not concede five or six goals. Mm. That's all they have to do. It's not concede five or six goals, and you never guess what they did. I'm going to play a bit of devil's advocate as well. I'm going to argue that two, maybe three of the goals were a bit farcical due to refereeing yeah some Look. questionable penalty situations but both ways as well there were two handballs that went unpunished by PSG 
Um, I had and and now the ref is being stood down from uh, officiating any matches for the rest of the season. It looks like. What does that tell you? Yeah, I don't know. If, if there's a suspicion of any refs being paid, I think they have to be this game. I'm just hoping that's not the case. Mm, a lot of people calling it the best comeback in Champions League history. You would <sighs> not want that marred by refereeing decisions. There's a few great ones. United's 2-1 over Bayern. Uh, Liverpool's 3-0 with AC Milan. Because they're finals as well. I think the biggest one has to be one of the finals. Mm. You know, a round of 16. Barca can go in the next round against Bayern and get flogged. Because I think they. Will. I don't think Barca will win no, the Champions League this year. I think it's Bayern's to lose. The way they're romping... Okay, they romped Arsenal. It's mm-hmm. Bayern, Real Madrid, Barca. Or Bamiyang, who's, for me, the best player in the Champions League. He's going to make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, he scored three goals in that Benfica game. And that's that in itself is... You know, I think it's he'd have about eight or nine goals in the Champions League at this point. Mm-hmm. So, you, you don't fancy the likes of Juventus? Uh, Juventus, I don't think will win it. Man City's one of those teams that, you know, they're... Their game against Monaco the other week was ridiculous. I don't think they're going to win, though. And then you got Leicester, Sevilla, Porto, Monaco, Bayern. Thanks for filling the spots, but you're not going to win. <laughs> Atletico's a good chance. It's going to be Simeone's fifth last season. I mean, those in like this is the fifth time it's been his last season at Atletico. <laughs> so the players play based around that, and Griezmann's definitely bound for Manchester United, I'm hoping. yeah. Let's move on to uh, some AFL now. There's not a whole lot we can sort of discuss other than the, the pre-season that we saw, the JLT series. Yeah. Um, we saw the Bulldogs mount a miraculous comeback against the Gold Coast, 126-105. West Coast, 95-70 uh, to 70 over the Ds. GWS smashing, you know what, I haven't even written it in. So, <laughs> GWS. North Melbourne. There you go, they've smashed North Melbourne, 125-87. <laughs> to 87. Frio winning over Carlton, Richmond losing to Collingwood, yes. Adelaide beating Brisbane, Port surprisingly beating Hawthorne, Geelong beating Essendon, St Kilda n- narrowly losing just to Sydney. Two surprise results for me were probably Collingwood beating Richmond and <laughs> yeah. Port beating Hawthorne, but other than that, can we say they were expected results? As a Richmond fan, I'm highly surprised we weren't belted. <laughs> Richmond aren't going to make the finals this year. <laughs> like every other year they haven't made the finals? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we made the fi- we made the finals all those years that Hawthorne won. But that, what good did that do you if Hawthorne won in the end? Though? Well, the first year we lost to ninth place Carlton. I received nine text messages that day from people going, oh. "Sucked in, you'll never be truly ninth and all that." Wowzer! I'll oh, stop gallivanting about the good old days. A uh, couple of questions for you: The Bombers are they going to bounce back? If they bounce back, uh, I think they'll be in the upper parts of the bottom ten. I think I think I think they should be probably they can scrape eighth maybe fighting for that they, last final spot. Yeah, I'd say, but I think they'd finish about tenth to twelfth. The Bombers can be fantastic side, but the quality of football's gone up. Yep. With with the way um, it's tactically changed and become such a thinking game, so to be out of practice for a year, you there might be some weeks where Bombers, you know, their tactics kind of thrown out the window and they're playing a bit haplessly and they get flogged. But they should have a good season. They won't be in the bottom four. Uh, another one for you, Collingwood. We've talked about this ourselves several times. Mm. Are they going nowhere fast with Nathan Buckley at the Um, I was about to say Nathan Buckley is a terrible coach. Yeah. Um, he cannot coach. I don't know what else to say. He, he, I've been watching half my family who are Collingwood supporters have aneurysms every year because Buckley isn't a thinking coach. 
even when he played football, he wasn't necessarily the brains of a team. He was the brawn, and he'd throw himself in a pack with Michael Voss style. And Michael Voss didn't work as a coach either. They're not making the signings that, you know, you know, Geelong signed Patrick Dangerfield, mm-hmm. Hawthorne, you know, they signed Tyrone Vickery. So, <laughs> God, <laughs> what a I'm move that so was. glad that happened. Yep. Have fun, Hawks. After getting rid of some of their best premiership players and recruiting Ty Vickery, it's going to be an absolute blinder of a season. Alrighty, I reckon we'll move on to the last segment of our of our uh, podcast here. I'm going to add, uh, we've got three minutes of added time, so don't mm-hmm. log all the three minutes. I won't. Uh, <laughs> just spit out whatever, anything that you want to talk about. Um, bring it on just from around the world. It can be football, no it can be bloody gymnastics, whatever you feel like. Go for it. All right. Oli Bazanich is in talks with the J-League club about moving by the end of March. Thank you. Um, so this is substantial for Melbourne Victory's future. Rojas has signed on for another year, and James Hamas Troisi, James Troisi, oh, <laughs> James he is Tro- as good as Hamas Rodriguez though. Let's face it. <laughs> James Troisi finishes his contract at the end of the season. Every time he comes to Melbourne Victory, he finds his way back in the national team. This is he needs to be our marquee. Mm-hmm. I agree. Any more thoughts on that? No, look, I agree completely. Uh, I love Troisi. He's so much more influential on, on uh, the, the run of play than, than Bazanich. Don't get me wrong. You know, if Bazanich, uh, for me, he's a central midfielder. You know, he I feel like he plays too deep. Obviously, our system, we're playing with two defensive midfielders. It mm. works if you've got Carl Valeri and, and Lee Broxham or the old, the, 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 the first championship squad, Milligan and Valeri. I just feel like Bazanich hasn't got that grit about yeah. him to be able to play that position. So I'd like to see Bazanich leave and I'd like to tie down Troisi for another two seasons as our as our uh, marquee. Oh, yeah marquee player, it, it's better than because see with Troisi is I don't think he'd go back to Europe. No, he'd be going back to the Middle East where it's you know Middle East Milligan's Asia. kind of in obscurity. You know we could be going back to Milligan even if we don't go for Troisi. Uh, was that yeah? Was that your big transfer? That was my transfer. Story. It was yeah. Look look surpri- surprising to be honest. I would think that um, Bazanich would probably get interest from the from other A League clubs, but not definitely not the J League. But you know, um, if someone wants to grab him, then by all means. Yeah. I want to I want to throw you something, Ronaldo. The last five or six games in the Champions League has registered five assists but no goals, in which Real Madrid has scored eighteen goals. Hmm. Is that a concern for Real Madrid, considering their the defenders like Rafael Varane and Sergio Ramos are the ones getting the goals? Uh, I don't think that's a concern at all. I mean, if you look at Real Madrid's results this season, they've almost had a flawless run in the Champions League, mm-hmm. so there's no reason to be complaining at all about the situation. They're doing fantastic. They're flying through week by week. Uh, they they haven't lost in the Champions League yet, and um, including 8-0 over Legia, Warsaw. Mm-hmm. So they've been fantastic this year. Uh, any last-minute uh, tasty tidbits from around the world you um, want to add? Paul Pogba is a very damn good footballer. Paul Pogba, He's okay. been fantastic. Alrighty. So don't and call him the flop of the season. All right, I won't call him the flop of the season then. I'll just wait till the end of the season. You put you specifically put that into yeah, fan I did. of course, I did. of course. <laughs> what are you taking me for? Uh, my last bit: Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. I don't care anymore. I th- there's always talk that they're making a fight. Mm. Like they've agreed to a date or they've agreed something that's this right. and that. I don't care. You give me a date. You give me a contract, that's when I'm interested. Right now, you can pump out all the headlines you want and it's not going to phase me one bit. Well, when are they going to have, you know, Gary Ablett versus Billy Slater in cricket? Never. To find out who's the best. To find it's out. stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mayweather's probably going to win the fight. 
if 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 McGregor comes in and wins, then truly he's better. Mm-hmm. But if Mayweather wins and you can't validate because oh well he's the boxer. Anyway, I'd say that's all we have time that's, for this time that's around. All we have so time for. Thanks for joining me, Ryan. No worries, Christopher no, Semino. Uh, Chris, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Tune in for the next time of uh, Two Aussies Talking Sport, and mm. uh, we'll talk all your sporting highlights. Yeah, next time there will be an American, so it'll be an Aussie and American talking sport. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs>